Welcome back in ESPN 106.3. It is Owl Watch on ESPN 106.3 presented by Celsius Essential Energy Live Fit. We are just a few hours away from tip-off. The Elite Eight FAU, Kansas State, a trip to the Final Four on the line. And join us now. He spent some time at FAU. He spent some time as a college basketball head coach. It is Matt McCall. Matt, you spent a lot of time in the borough, a lot of time in Boca in your years. When you you hear that FAU is hours away from an elite eight tip-off. How's that make you feel? Man, it's unbelievable. What a credit to Coach May, his staff, those players. Uh, you could see it early on in this season that they had a chance to do something special. I mean, you really could. The, the, the win over Florida, you know, they lose to Ole Miss, and then they go to Florida, and they're able to beat them and really just went on this miraculous run, and it was kind of like, how are they going to respond? You know, after the Florida game, they play a difficult team in Bryant. How are they going to respond? How are they going to respond? How are they going to do this? Going into the conference tournament, how are they going to respond? And all they did is respond, and that's all they've done all year long. And that's a credit to those players. That's a credit to Coach May and his staff. And, man, I'm, I'm excited for 605 tonight. I, I, trust me, I'm, I'm locked in. We see so often in NCAA tournament in March Madness, we see stars that are made that go on these runs and carry their teams. You look at FAs these first three games, and every game has been someone different. Rosado the first game, Nellie Davis the second game, Mike Forrest with that run and getting off the snide in the third game. How difficult as an opposing coach is it to prepare for a team like FAU where they don't have that one guy? You don't know who it's going to be game in and game out. It's the balance, and that's what's got them to this point. And Coach May's been talking about it all year just in terms of that. You you don't know. I mean, you know, Nick Boyd makes the shot to 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 beat Memphis in the first round. It, I mean, it's they're coming at you in waves. Vlad Golden, Rosado, as you mentioned, Michael Forrest, the lone senior in the bunch. Listen, I, I mean it is we haven't even talked about Elijah Martin. Right. right? And <laughs> and arguably the team's best player, most talented player, who was just absolutely outstanding throughout the course of the season, uh, that's what makes this team so good. And you see those guys celebrating each other's success, right? Like even a player like Greenlee, okay, transfer from Minnesota, comes in and he makes big plays at crucial times in the game. And that what that's what makes this team so much fun to watch and so much so so hard and so difficult to prepare for. I mean, I didn't think Tennessee was at all ready for the speed uh, that FAU plays with. And there's a different level of speed tonight uh, versus this team in Kansas State. Uh, but, man, it, it's when you have a team that genuinely cares about each other, they celebrate each other's success as a dangerous team, and that team can win championships, and that's exactly what FAU is doing. Talking here, Matt McCall on Owl Watch. You talk about that Tennessee game, and every the, a lot of the talk going in is, man, they're big, man, they're physical. And they were physical early on, and FAU got punched in the mouth, but they responded. How does that affect the team just from a mental standpoint to say, yeah, we got punched in the mouth, but we're the ones still dancing? Well, I think, too, just, you know, style of play is going to win out. And that's exactly what happened in that game. You know, you can muck it up and turn it into a half-court game, and that's exactly what Tennessee wanted to do. And you just had to think that at some point in time, this game could turn into a track meet and FAU could get out on the break and spread the floor and space them out. And if they are able to do that, they're going to be able to win this game. And that's what FAU was able to do. You know, and you look at the, the first two round games for Tennessee, they held, held both opponents in the 50s. 
And they, if FAU wasn't going to be held in the 50s, they're going to space them out. That team's too good offensively. But here's the thing that I don't think enough people understand is they've been so good on both sides of the ball. You know, being ranked in the top 50 in both offense and defense is a difficult thing to do for your program. And that's exactly where FAU's been all season, and that's why they're on the run that they're on. Well, I guess to sort of transition off of that, Kansas State, before FAU knocked off Tennessee, they were lighting up the scoreboard at the Garden. So what sort of challenges do the Wildcats present tonight for FAU? Well, I think Noel is is outstanding. Um, you know, I was I was yelling at my wife, you know, tell him to stop shooting up by the logo. He keeps shooting threes. And she's saying to me, well, he's got 19 assists. I was like, okay, well, he's got 19 assists. And let him keep shooting. Um, Keontae Johnson, what a story. Uh, mm-hmm. A story I know that, that Dusty May is familiar with, too, just with his time at the University of Florida and his relationship with Mike White, uh, you know, and, and what they had to go through there. I know Dusty wasn't there during that time, uh, but that, that that is an amazing story. And you're talking about a guy that is was preseason player of the year in the SEC to see where they're at now. Uh, I think they play with tremendous freedom. They're not going to try to muck the game up like Tennessee did. I think it's going to be a bit of a track meet. I think the game is going to go up and down the floor. And listen, you know, at this point in time in the year, you can throw out your seed. You can throw out who's favorite. It doesn't matter. Who plays better for the next 40 minutes is going to the Final Four. And you can pick FAU. You can pick Kansas State. It honestly has no, no bearing on the game. Those players need to lock in. And that's exactly what FAU has done all year. They have responded. And again, they haven't lost since February 16th. <laughs> I mean, that's that's amazing to even think about. So those kids are believing. They've been believing. And man, that's a scary team. And I know Jerome Tang with Kansas State, he knows it. And that's going to be a fun game to watch tonight. The last couple of things here, Matt McCall spent time as an assistant at FAU, also spent time as a head coach on the mid-major level. So from that perspective, you talk about that belief, that why not us mentality, first time ever, no number one seeds in the Elite Eight. So from an FAU standpoint, why not the Owls? Exactly. The parity in college basketball this season is like no other. We've never seen anything like this. And everyone's trying to figure out why. Is it the transfer portal? Is it NIL? What, whatever it may be. I mean, you can – doesn't matter. The parity in college basketball is there. And I said it before the tournament started. You're going to see a team that nobody is expecting is going to win this national championship. It's not going to be one of the four number one seeds. It's no, it's a team that nobody's expecting to win this national championship is going to win this national championship. And that's exactly what we're seeing. And that's what we're seeing with FAU on the run that they're on. And they deserve to be where they are right now. They've been one of the best teams, the most consistent teams in the country all year. Everyone was counting out Gonzaga. Everyone had them ripped off, right? They lost some games early. Mark Few can't get over the hump. They're one game away from the Final Four. So I I just, again, man, it's going to boil down to possession by possession, who plays better more possessions in the game is going to win this game, whether it's FAU or Kansas State. But it's going to be a lot of fun to watch. And 6.05 can't come soon enough. A lot of times also with the tournament, we always see those stories. We ran a story last night on WPTV. Brett Royster, Alex Tucker, a bunch of the guys you coach 
are out here in NYC. Alex Tucker wearing Shavar Richardson's jersey, the late Shavar Richardson, saying, hey, they felt something in the garden. He's a New York guy. You were in that locker room with those guys. What does it mean to this program and to those guys, importantly, say, hey, yeah, this is Shavar's run. He would have been in the garden also tonight. What does that say about that? those guys? Man, the fact that they're there and I saw that they were all there, man, that is that's unbelievable. Uh, I ran into Alex Tucker doing a game for ESPN Plus um, back in February. Came up and gave me a hug. I, I saw Ray Taylor at a couple games this year off that team. Still keep in touch with Greg Gant, Brett Royster. I mean, those guys are – and they love their school. And they're all there, you know, um, which is amazing. And it's it's so awesome to see. And the story was unbelievable. And Alex Tucker is exactly right. If Shavar was there – he would be waving the towel and celebrating his teammates' success. He always did that at FAU, whether he was a starter, whether he was coming off the bench, it didn't matter. He loved playing the game. He loved his teammates. He always celebrated his teammates' success. And that embodies what FAU basketball is doing this year. And Shavar's smiling down on that team, and he's up there in heaven, and he's he's excited. I can promise you that because he was the ultimate teammate. It didn't yeah. matter. His freshman year, it was a difficult year. We lost 19 games in a row that season. His freshman year, it was Alex Tucker, Brett Royster was back off that team. Paul Graham, another guy yeah. that loves his university, had an outstanding performance in a game at Kentucky that year. But there were some dark places in that season uh, as we were trying to build the program and ultimately win a Sunbelt cha- uh, Conference Championship, which we did two years later. But Shavar was a freshman on the team. Alex Tucker was a freshman. Paul Graham was on a team. Brett Royster was on a team. And those guys are in New York. And they're yep. celebrating. And they're having fun seeing their alma mater on this run, this miraculous run that they're on. And Shavar Richardson, in terms of unselfishness, celebrate his teammate success. No one did it better than him. Nobody. And it's awesome to see. And it's awesome to see those guys celebrate it. And those guys will be in the arena tonight, as will plenty of red and blue FAU fancy owls. 40 minutes away from a trip to the Final Four, FAU Kansas State coming your way next. Coach McCall, thank you so much for the time. Enjoy the game tonight. It's a little warmer and drier back home in South Florida. <laughs> right. It's it's warm and hot down here, but I'm going to be enjoying <laughs> it from my couch for sure. Thanks for having me on, man. Anytime. Great stuff there from Coach McCall. And check out that story on the late, great Shavar Richardson at ESPN at West Palm on Twitter. College Hoop fans, it's almost time to cut down the nets. And Celsius wants to make sure you're fueled up for the madness. Coming in 15 delicious flavors, there's a Celsius for everybody. Stay active and energized all day long with Celsius by your side. Visit your local retailer to pick up your favorite today. The official sponsor of Owl Watch on ESPN 106.3. Celsius, essential energy, live fit elite eight madison square garden kansas state fau a trip to the final four is on the line next thanks to coach mccall thanks to ken thanks to theo this has been owl watch here on espn 1063